Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Shaw Talk. I'm your host, Kale Shaw. Uh, today, I wanted to talk about something that is a little more specific to Cleveland State University. Um, as some of you may know, I am a member of staff for the Cleveland State Vindicator magazine, a culture magazine on campus. And March is our Women's History Month issue, because March is Women's History Month. For the Women's History Month edition, uh, my story was about a group of students that I called the Power Six. They are six people who identify as women on our campus who worked really, really hard to ensure safety and uh, strengthen a sense of community and to make sure that bigotry doesn't have a platform on our campus. Um, These six people worked really, really hard with uh, different campus media outlets like The Cauldron and The Vindicator, uh, different student organizations and administration to make sure that actions taken by an individual on our campus who shall remain unnamed um, were were kind of brought to light and, and they made sure that administration knew that women on our campus, specifically Arab women or Muslim women, felt unsafe when this person was on our campus uh, for a, B, and C reason. Um, but they worked really hard, and I wanted to give them the recognition they deserve. So they're now on the front cover, which has been posted on our Instagram several times. I'll make sure it gets posted again with this story. Um, but there's more to it than just the Power Six. I wanted to make sure that that everybody on our campus who worked to make sure that our campus community was safe and welcoming, got credit, even if they didn't identify as women. Uh, one of these students is CSU film student Elon Cardenas Silverstein, who is a practicing uh, Jew. And um, my interview with him was just so phenomenal. He said things that I still think about to this day, and this interview happened over a month ago. Um, so I texted him, and I, I made sure that I got approval from all, all parties involved to publish this interview, because I truly think that the world deserves to hear it, or at least my little corner of the world. Um, so what follows is a recording uh, of the interview. Um, keep in mind that the interview was conducted at the Cleveland State Library, so it's a little quiet, so you're going to want to turn your volume up. Um and, and I really hope you enjoy it. I enjoyed it. It was very... Some of the things that, that he said were very tough. Like, they hit really hard. And they really make you think. So I want you to go into this interview with kind of an open mind. I want you to go into it and understand his perspective on things. But I also want you to think about maybe my perspective or the perspective of the power six. I want you to really think critically about the situation and just hear what he has to say. So I hope you enjoy. And without further ado, here's the recording of my interview with Elon Cardenas Silverstein. So the first thing would be just to say into the phone, you're first, last name, your year, and what you study. Okay. Um, my name is Elon Cardenas Silverstein, I-L-A-N. Um, sorry. <laughs> um, 
I am a third year student here at CSU and I am in the film and media arts major. Asking, do you know why I'm here? Uh, I think we're here to talk about and his recent removal from campus for an indefinite period. So Hanin and I, I had an interview with Hanin because I'm writing this article about uh, the women who worked to get him removed from campus for the Women's History Month issue of the Vindicator. But I also hmm. want to um, make sure that people who don't identify as women get recognized because a lot of people also played a role and a lot of people ultimately feel like campus is now safer or more welcoming. So I guess I just want to talk to you about your conversations with Hanin or anybody in general and um, your thoughts on the whole issue. All right, I'll start with, my, with, with Hanin's conversations. Um, I noticed that this was a common issue. I saw him before, before I reached out to her, I saw him and I was talking to him for a little while and I got a good vibe of who he was. It started out more aggressive, but as the time went on, I tried to get more civil because I just, I have a background in debate and like negotiation. So I sort of know when to de-stress or de-escalate situations. So I started talking to him more civilly, trying to find common ground. And I just kept saying, this man is just not, he's not right. There's just something, he's here and he's attacking people and he's saying these awful things about people. And she was posting about him, I knew she was in the group and we were, we were friends before this, like I knew her before this, like I followed her on Instagram before this, so I knew she was around. We just talked more about it and I sort of explained my experience seeing this as a Jewish person, as someone who was raised Jewish, who had many ties to the state of Israel, for my family, whether or not I support it. They've been there, they've lived there, they served, my grandfather served in the Yom Kippur War. He was very involved and very supportive of the idea of a Jewish state. But then I see, you know, our views evolved, our views changed, but he... Seeing him on campus, it triggered this sense of strong uncomfortableness. I was so uncomfortable around him seeing he was here because this is what people think Judaism is now. They think that this is a man who, this man who is harassing women, who is harassing Muslims, who is harassing anyone who dares to challenge his viewpoints, who has rubbed elbows with one of the worst of the worst, in this country and in, in Israel. He has suspended them, he's met them, he's been in love with them, he's been in there with them. And he's the representative, whether we like it or not, of the Jewish faith on campus. He's the one who, when you say, who's Jewish on this campus, you think of him. We talked about that, how it made me feel how there had to be something we could do because this is not fair to me. It's not, I feel less safe as a Jewish person here because he, he decides, he decides that he uses his religion to spread hate instead of actually teaching about Judaism or teaching about history, teaching about what really happens in Israel. He spreads his narrative, he twists the words, he twists the stories. And I just felt really unsafe. And I was like, if there's anything I can do to help, please let me know. I know that I'm not involved in your club, I'm not Muslim, I'm not, I'm not involved in that, but I think that I would do anything I can to stop this from happening because I was feeling unsafe as a Jewish person on campus. I was starting to feel like people who may not have met anyone else Jewish for in their lives who came here to the big city for the first time from a small town who had grown up without this idea of Judaism in their lives would see him and start associating our faith and our culture with that hatred of Muslims, hatred of Palestinians, 
that I don't think should exist in our faith, and I think it's a serious problem, that people aren't addressing the Jewish faith enough. So you said that if, if there's anything that you can do to help have her ask. Yeah. Did she ever ask anything of you? Yes. Um, around the time that he was being removed from campus, I sent an email to campus engagement, um, someone, a campus employee who was in charge for diversity and inclusion. I reached out to her just sent her an email. She said, you know, email this person, tell them what you tell me. And so I wrote to her about my Jewish experience. I wrote to her about how I feel that this man is representing me without, he's representing me even though I don't want him to, even though I think what he's saying is completely against what I've been raised on. And that I feel unsafe because he's here harassing these people and that he's saying he's a proud Jewish rabbi, even he says he's a rabbi. So he says all these things, he represents our faith in such a way. I think it's unsafe. I think it makes not just the Muslim students unsafe, which you all know, but it makes me as a Jewish person feel unsafe to be on campus and express my faith. When you say that you feel unsafe, do you feel unsafe from him? Do you feel like he would be attacking you? Or do you think that it would be other students that would make you feel unsafe? A bit of both. I think he doesn't seem to respect my branch of Judaism as a reformed Jewish person. Because reform, he's more Chabad, more Hasidic, and they're very conservative in their viewpoints, and they're, they're very rigid in their interpretation of the Torah. While reformed Jews are sort of the more mainstream American Jew, who are, you know, like Bernie Sanders, who's like Jewish, but doesn't have the same strict adherence to Jewish law and the Talmud that they do. And I feel like he doesn't respect me for that. I also didn't, I also feel like on campus, other students might see this reception of Judaism alongside heightened feelings against Jews altogether, Kyrie Irving, Kanye West, there's people who have been normalizing that sentiment more and more recently. So adding in this man who's giving off a very, very demented view of Judaism, I start feeling like I can't tell people what I really am because I'm scared they're gonna say something to me or they're gonna do something to me. It's just not, it's activating like a little defense inside me that I just know that I've had to face anti-Semitism for a long time in my life when I was growing up. I know that how to sort of avoid that topic being brought up and just mind my own business. That's sort of how I felt like I had to be here, just sort of like mind my own business and I didn't try to engage with that. So do you think that the way that you feel about this is unique or do you think that there are other students on campus who would agree with you? I hope there are others. I Honestly, I don't know any other Jewish people on campus, so I can't say for sure. Um, I would hope that I know that Hillel on campus, they released a statement last year in May condemning and saying that his actions don't represent us as Jewish people. That if he really acted on anything, if they did release a statement, which is a very good thing, still a statement's a good thing, but they didn't really act on it. They didn't really do what I thought they should do, which is start educating people on campus of what Judaism really is and what our views represent. And that's hard to do, but it's something that I felt was important, that they could have done to help alleviate some of the tension on campus. I felt like it was getting more and more tense the more he was around. There was starting more hostilities towards people. There was starting to be more concerned people going in the, our own campus areas to avoid him. That was just a lot of concern, a lot of stress, and a lot of alleviated feelings that I think could have been avoided with more education on what Judaism is. And I think that's something the CSU Council is doing as well to, to start fixing this problem. So, <clears throat> do you... Well, obviously you know that he's now not coming back. And does that make you feel 
relieved and do you think that the school handled it the right way? I feel relieved. I feel very relieved. I feel like that there's a chance for everyone to sort of calm down now and people can go move freely and safely and that there are people who were innocently walking down who were hijab or were just showing interest in their faith who were being harassed by him. And I don't think that's fair to anyone. I've been on the end of that. It's not a fair, it's not a good feeling to have and it's not a nice feeling to have to know that you're being singled out for your faith. And the fact that people who are especially those in hijab and those in any sort of niqab are, are feeling better and they know they can walk around like normal people because they are normal people, it's a relief to me to see that happening. And personally, it's a relief to know that he won't be giving you a false education on our faith and our culture anymore. Because then people were, people probably were listening to him and were agreeing with him and that's even scarier. The leader is one thing, but his followers are even scarier. Um, I think CSU handles the best they can. I know that there's, it's because it's public college, there's some state laws that go around, I get that. But at the same time, if you have this man throwing around this hateful language, you can combat it as well, not just the clubs. You can promote more things. You can be more involved with educating us on diversity. And I feel like that's lacking. I feel like there's a large Muslim community here and they do great work as clubs, but why isn't the school doing more to support them? And then the last big thing is, uh, what do you think the next step should be for the student body and these clubs and specifically anybody who's been affected by this? I would love to see more dialogue between Jewish and Muslim students. I, I'm not the best Jew, and I will admit to that, that I'm not the biggest Jew in the world. I'm very proud of my heritage, I'm very proud of my religion, but I'm not going to be able to educate someone on every single law and tradition. I can tell my story as growing up Jewish, but I can't be the one, I'm not a rabbi, I can't educate you on Jewish, I can't educate you the way that you probably should be. But I think CSU and these clubs could definitely stand to have and I've done it before. There was an event last year with a Jewish voice of peace coming in and talking about their view on Israel. But I want to see not just that, more general education on what Judaism is so that they see that we're not just violently pro-Israel, violently anti-Muslim, that there's more to, the Judaism, more to Jewish culture and more to understanding why he's wrong and why he doesn't represent us as a Jewish faith and why that most Americans, most most Americans and most Jews abroad would not agree with his views. And then the very, very, very last thing. Um, do you have any just generalized comments that you want to make about the whole thing? Anything that you want to say, like, directly to the students or anything like that? Yeah, to the students of CSU, I'm, I'm sorry that he had to come. And I'm sorry that you saw him. And I'm sorry that he... If he was your first Jewish person you ever talked to and the first person to tell you about Jewish culture, I'm sorry if it was him. Um, my family came here fleeing hatred, fleeing violence against them in the 1930s and 20s. They fled here and they sought refuge the way that many Muslims are today, fleeing their home countries. And they, not, they don't want to go, but they have to go. And I understand that, that they need to, and they're here to raise a better life. And they, you know, they're doing all these great things for their families and they're bringing their culture and it's great. Um, Judaism to me has always been about acceptance and tolerance. I've grown up in a very diverse community of Muslims, of Catholics, Protestants, Hindu, agnostic, atheist, Jewish. We've, we were very integrated no matter what. Um, and I think that integration is very important for us as Jewish people in the 21st century. We have been here for a long time and we are integrated in American society. And I want 
everyone to know that we are a open faith, we are a loving faith, we are a tolerant faith. We have been at the forefront of civil rights and of rights for all for many, many years. This has been our fight. In the last few years, sadly, there has been a lot of hatred being risen up in the Jewish faith and in Israel especially. There's been a sharp rise in anti-Arab violence that was always there, but it's gotten significantly worse in the last few years and that they don't represent the Jewish people you see here. They don't. Many of us are very upset what's going on. Many of us know the occupation is illegal. Many of us know the IDF is a violent force that deserves to be held accountable for their crimes. Many of us know that. But there's always going to be a small segment of people, no matter what faith it is, that try to be the loudest voice, and they're always the most hateful voices. Don't listen to the loudest voices. There's more to the story always. Do your own research. It's the main thing. Do your own research. You cannot learn anything from one person. One person doesn't know everything. You have to do your own research, read into your own stories, and find your own conclusions.